Hello and welcome to another edition of What's Next Dentistry. This is Dr. Mark Sivers joining you from Boston. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. We'd like to recognize our sponsor, Laeta. Check them out at laeta.com. In this episode, we'd like to talk about some of the things that we have noticed that are trending in the dental industry. And that is, people are getting reimbursed less and less, and patients are interested in getting their teeth taken care of and getting their health taken care of, but the dentists are really getting penalized. So the big question I think on everybody's mind is, what can we do? Well, years ago, there was a car manufacturer named Toyota that found themselves in the same situation. They were getting penalized back in the 50s to the point that they were almost ready to go out of business. And so they sat down and they said, there must be a way to do what we do, meaning practice our craft in such a way that we can be more efficient, we can be more profitable, we can spend less to do it. And sure enough, over time, they developed the Toyota production system. As we look at these trends, what we see is that the people in the middle, meaning the people between the doctor and the patient, are actually making all the money. They're the ones that are benefiting. And so you can either sit back and surrender and say, I'm just going to let this continue and take the financial hit, or you can protest, and that doesn't necessarily make you look so good with your patients, and because they certainly don't understand what's going on. And obviously the insurance companies aren't going to uh, listen to you. And I think most importantly, what it does is bring about an enormous amount of negative energy. And so Toyota said, wait a minute, stop, stop, stop. We don't need negative energy. We don't need protesting. We don't need uh, anything that's really going to bring bad uh, vibes into anybody's lives. Let's look at this from a different point of view. And so what they did is they started going out in the beginning into the rice fields and hiring rice farmers to come into these very sophisticated factories and they would teach them how to make the most reliable automobile on the planet. So think about this. Completely unskilled laborers from a completely different sector coming into one of the most sophisticated factories in the world. As we are looking at the dentistry that we provide, the question that we have is what are we paying to provide this service to our patients. Everybody knows that you're going to pay about 5 to 7% for your dental supplies. And I've heard doctors say, oh, we've got to find a way to drop those costs. And I've said, okay, but really, that has very little impact on your bottom line. So doctors have said, well, I'm going to use a cheaper lab. And we know that labs, typically, depending on whether you're doing a lot of fillings or you're doing a lot of crowns, run anywhere from about 4 to 10% of your uh, expenses. And so once again, the question is, that's really not a lot of money. So if I were to squeeze and bring that from 10% to 9%, I'm really not going to be saving a lot. So then dentists have said, well, where else am I spending? The major expense for any dental practice are typically the staff. So the owner says, great, well, I'm going to figure out a way to pay the assistants less. And they're typically the least paid. So it's like you're not going to make much of a dent. And then they'll say, I'm going to take a lot of time and figure out how to find cheaper hygienists. Well, that really doesn't make much of a dent either. And it's very rare that the doctors will say, or the owners will say, let me look at the doctors. And it's even more rare 
that the owner will say, let me look at myself. And I'm not asking you to take a reduction in your pay. What I am asking you to think about is what can you do to make the teams that you already have generate more money for you? How can you do that in such a way that they want to do, go about doing that? But they're not feeling pressured, but it just feels like a normal way of doing business. And what can you do so that they are learning to improve themselves? They didn't look at how can we decrease our supply costs. And yes, you can decrease them a bit, but that wasn't the main focus. They weren't looking for how can we pay less for our lab? Yes, you can decrease that a bit. And most importantly, Toyota wasn't looking for, let's slash all of our teams and let's get cheaper employees in here. But what they did do is they had a system so that as they were hiring more and more people, they would go to untrained laborers and they would bring them up out of the rice fields into these factories and they would teach them very quickly how to do their jobs and to do it reliably predictably and produce the most sophisticated automobile or one of the most sophisticated automobiles on the planet. So you're all wondering, what did they do? So if you or I were to walk into a Toyota facility, we would very quickly understand how to perform our job, really any job, any task. And that's how it should be in our dental offices. These tasks should be documented in such a way that I can look at pictures, almost like a comic book, and I know, oh, here is a basic setup. This is what is used to do hygiene. Or here is a general dentist setup. And this is what is used to do 90 plus percent of anything a, dental, a general dentist would do. And then the explanation of how to do it would be created from the person that actually does that job. So owners, and who better to draw up an explanation of how to do the job than the person actually doing the job? Do they then work with their team member to make sure that it's accurate? Absolutely. Do they work with their team leader to make sure that what they have drafted is correct? Yes. Does the team leader show that with you, the owner? Absolutely. But the decision to implement it occurs when the person doing the job reaches out to their team leader and together they work team. out the best way to do this. And they then implement that amongst the whole team so that anybody, including me, who's never done that job before, can quickly look at the picture book of how it's done, look at the explanation if I need an explanation that's written out, and can go and quickly do that job. And the job is broken down very simply so that anybody can do it. Now, as doctors, we often think what we have learned is so sophisticated and so tricky and so difficult that really no one else would ever be able to learn how to do it. What I would propose to you is that's a lot of rubbish and is driven by our egos. What I would suggest is that any job, including making very sophisticated automobiles, can be broken down in such a fashion that untrained rice workers can come into the factories and make those. And so you might be thinking, well then what's my role as a dentist? What do I do? And what I would suggest is that you do the things that only you can do by law. So I'm not gonna pretend to know all the laws in all 50 states, but in general, it's typically only a dentist or a hygienist, depending on your state, can give anesthesia. 
And then the only person that actually cut a tooth is a dentist. And so give anesthesia or have a hygienist that gives anesthesia for you. Drill that hole in the tooth or drill that prep or do whatever drilling needs to be done. And then in many states, the only person that can take a final impression is actually the doctor. So take that final impression once your assistant has packed the cord. And there may be a state or two that doesn't allow assistants to pack cord, but I think you understand what I'm saying. You can do other things with your time than what we typically do and just come in to do those things that the doctor is legally allowed to do. Continuing on with the explanation, obviously doctors are the only ones that can permanently cement crowns. Can your assistant adjust the crown? Yes. Can they try it in? Absolutely. Can they make sure that it's seated properly? Of course. Should they be taking an x-ray to make sure that that crown seats all the way down? Yes. Do you need to be involved in any of that? The answer obviously is no. And yet we are because that's how we were trained in dental school. That's what we've learned. That's what we've seen from the people that we have worked with in the past or associated with. And so we just think that's the only way. Toyota has shown us that rice farmers can come into these factories and quickly learn how to do these jobs so that you, the dentist, are the ones giving the anesthesia, drilling the tooth, prepping the tooth, taking a final impression, final cementation of the crown, and there's a couple of other things that only we can do. And the rest is all done by your team members. So as we reach out, do we need to be paying a premium for these staff that are in the profession for 20 years. And I know some of you will say, well, we want them because they're good at selling dentistry or they're good at teaching other members of our team. And while that may be true, my sense is if there is a deficiency in any of our team members, whose fault is that? It certainly was mine in my practice. If I had a team member that wasn't capable of doing their job as well as showing the benefits of taking care of their mouths to patients and having patients see the benefits and spending money and investing that in their health, then that, that was actually on me. That was something that I should have been teaching my team to do. And yet, so often, I got upset at my team members or I was frustrated, and yet the team members were doing exactly what I told them to do. What I saw is that the team members were doing what they knew how to do, and were doing what I allowed them to do, and were doing what I trained them to do. And if they weren't, then that was my fault. So what I hope that you can see here is that as we are fighting against these insurance companies, we're actually needing to be a little bit more creative. We're needing to take lessons from the experts, not in dentistry, but the world experts. We're needing to sit down with people like the Toyota Production System and say, what do you have to teach us? This is some of the things that I've been involved with. This is what I've done in my practice. We now have trainings that we offer to help you implement that into your practice. We'd love to speak to you more about this. If you have questions, please reach out to us. Look forward to hearing from you and seeing you be successful. You can, you can do very well in dentistry, even though your reimbursement might be going down. You can become more efficient. You can train your teams to do more. You can decide to step out of the limelight, and you can decide, I'm going to do the things that I only need to do by law, and I'm going to teach my team, and I'm going to have other people teach my team, and if you need help, we certainly can come in and help teach your team to do these things 
so that you're not having to do all of the work and all of the teaching. Good luck to you in what you're doing. We're here to help you and support you. We hope that these podcasts are beneficial. We look forward to having you tune in next time. Thank you. Thank you.